Welcome to this session on a very important issue of thinking individually and in teams. Me, Sohail Gupta and Dr. Sunil Gupta would love to give you some critical insights into Edward Nagorno's six thinking hats. Welcome, Dr. Gupta. How are you? Thank you. I'm great, Sohail. And thank you for having me on this podcast. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, first question, how do teams currently think? What's your experience working with teams? I think some of them think pretty good because they're able to have a good meeting, they're able to have a good agenda before the meeting, and they get their business done. But most organizations globally, we find that the meetings are not run in the best possible way because people are arguing and uh, there's a lot of deviation from the agenda if there's one most often there's no agenda meeting time start time is known closing time is never known and people don't get to talk because it's one-sided how would you describe some of these behaviors that you see maybe in the workplace at home what happens when people are interacting with each other? That would be great if you could share some light on that. I think that ego dominates. And with technically competent people, the egos are so big that they're not ready to listen to the other person's viewpoint. Or there are some who actually put on the black hat. And when they put on the black hat, they're not using the full value of this hat. So they're putting him to being a naysayer. They're ridiculing other people's ideas. Or they're saying no, but. That phrase by itself kills all innovation in an organization. So these kind of behaviors, which I call as destructive traditional behaviors, uh, sabotage thinking, and do not allow a culture of innovation to happen. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, how could we possibly you know, overcome these pitfalls in our current way of thinking. Since you're saying that ego is so dominant, there's a lot of argument, there's indecision. How can we overcome the challenges that we face yeah. because of ego and lack of coordination and argument? So, six thinking hats is a wonderful solution by Edward de Bono. And six thinking hats is based on the concept of parallel thinking. So what do we do with parallel thinking? Three things. Number one, you separate six modes of your brain. Second, you use only one mode at a time. So then we can explore a lot more. We can switch thinking. We can all be on the same page. We breed diversity. We breed inclusivity. We listen to other people's views and we make the workplace more engaging, more fun and more innovative in the process. So six thinking acts using parallel thinking is a solution that would knock off ego and stop it from inhibiting our thinking performance. So I'm a little curious. Can you tell me a little bit more about these hats or, or modes? Yellow is a positive one. Where does it come from? It comes from bright sunshine. That's a positive view. 
Blue is some blue sky. So that's a metacognition one, is managing the thinking process. Red comes from Cupid, comes from fireplace, and that's for feelings, emotions, intuition. Green is vegetation, growth, fertility, new ideas, creativity. White is white sheet of paper, data, facts. Black comes from judges' robes, attorneys' robes, attorneys' jackets. The nature, logical negative, they are important. But we've got to know how to use them, how and where to use them. Wow, that's great. So what uh, prompted uh, Dr. Edward de Bono to, to call these modes as hats? Uh, he could have called it anything, right? So why did he choose hat as a way to describe these modes? Great. So he found a classical traditional link between thinking and hats. Have you heard of the classic adage, put on your thinking hat? Yep, yep. Oh, I'm wearing many hats nowadays. Yep. And he found hats is a wonderful way to symbolize thinking because you can switch very easily. That's right. You can switch from one hat to another way at the at the drop of a hat. How's that? So he found hats more simpler, easier, and totally related to the thinking process than any other piece of apparel. So how could we use these hats? Or how could we use this way of thinking? Um, is there any, for example, is there any prescribed order? Is there any particular situation where you would recommend these hats would work well? Very good. Very good questions. Number one is all by themselves, single use. Just because there are six, it doesn't mean we have to use all six. Let's say in a scenario, why the hat will do the trick? That's enough. I want to buy a car. I want to buy an electric car. Why the hat will do the trick? Green hat will do the trick. Okay. Second is a more robust method. It's called systematic or sequential use of the hats. So then you use the hats in a prescribed order. Prescribed doesn't mean it's fixed permanent. It really is based on the subject matter and nothing like permanently fixed. You can change the order depending on a whole lot of factors. So you come up with example, blue hat is the first hat, then a white hat and so on, and you end again with a blue hat. So you have a sequence or a set order for using the hats. That makes sense, yes. So how can we make this particular session or how can we ensure that this methodology, Six Thinking Hats, is just not another training program, you know? How can we make sure it's not just doing training for the sake of doing training? We want this training to be practical. We want people to have application. We want retention of knowledge. What are we doing to get that real ROI during the session? Right. So what we do is we give them backyard scenarios, situations that they have to address using six thinking hats. So we'll do an individual exercise where each one of them will use the hats 
and solve an issue. Issue could be, you know, uh, customer dissatisfaction, projects are going haywire, margins are becoming thinner, whatever. And they will produce an output which we can share with the leadership team at the end of the training. Alternatively, plus they use, it's not either or, they have to mandatory do a team exercise where they will use six hats in the team and come up with a world-class PPT, a world-class presentation to their leadership that will be in a very structured way with solutions to a backyard issue. It could be how to improve branding, it could be how to improve online sales, it could be how to make web from home more productive and fun, how to improve work-life balance, any of these topics. So, ROI comes by practical application of the methodology. What about the, the, the acceptance of this in the workplace? So, uh, with your experience, uh, what do you see whenever you go to an organization and you, you teach this method? How receptive are they on these methods? Lovely. We find that best-in-class organization not only in love success, they use it, they make it a way of life. And, of course, the best approach is to train as many people as you can. But if they cannot train everybody, it's so easy for them to induct people into this methodology. Because the moment you're sitting in the in the conference room and you're using the hats, anybody's going to ask you, what are these hats all about? And people quickly fall in line during such meetings. So it's very easy to make it endemic within an org culture. Great. Uh, thank you so much for providing us such uh, a wonderful insight into the Six Thinking Hats method. Um, and thank you so much to everybody watching and listening. For more information, you can definitely reach out to us at our websites at ideas-consulting.com or edwindabonoindia.com. So, more to come. See you guys. Thank you, Suhail. Yep, thank you.